welcome to the Power Hair Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Aoife, and this is episode number 15. Wow, episode 15. I think that is absolutely crazy. Never did I imagine I'd make it past episode 10 when I first had the idea of going about doing this podcast and recording it. And I'm absolutely loving it. And I'm loving all the feedback that I'm getting from you guys listening as well. And I really feel so grateful that so many of you are getting value from it. Uh, So if you are finding it useful, please let me know. Feel free to also share it to your Instagram story. Tag me so I know that you've shared it. That's at Actively Aoife. Or you can tag the podcast at empowerher.fitness. And you can get in touch with me via my website, which is www.empowerher.fitness as well. Now, today in the episode, I am going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is eating out. And as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, I absolutely love food, all about good food, and I'm all about eating out and enjoying life. Uh, But I think there's a time and a place for eating out as well. So if you are in a dedicated fat loss phase and you're doing a strict mini cut, then I probably would look at eating out as something you want to limit rather than enjoy as much as you normally would, just because it does increase the variables. Obviously, with food, when you're eating out at restaurants and cafes, you're not going to 100% know how much the quantities are of each item used. And obviously, at cafes and restaurants, they're going to be a little bit more liberal with the sauces and oils they use in cooking, as opposed to what you're doing yourself when you're tracking your food at home. So if you are dieting, you may want to just cut down on the number of occasions that you are eating out in the week to perhaps one or two rather than eating out several times a week just because it's going to fast track your results and it's going to get you to the end of your cut and get you looking amazing in a shorter time rather than prolonging it because you have added in all those variables of guesstimating meals while you're eating out. And I think that's a call that you need to make as a person for yourself. And it's something that I often say to clients as well. Obviously, my advice would be if you're in a fat loss phase, you know, you want to get into it and out of it as fast as possible. And what you want to do is just maintain that deficit during the fat loss phase and try to not bring in so many variables such as meals out. However, I do understand that some people really want to still have that balance and they have a lot of social occasions with friends and so on. And then you've just got to understand that if you are going to be eating out quite a lot during your fat loss phase, it just means your results probably aren't going to come as quickly as somebody who was being quite strict during that fat loss phase. So it's just balancing, you know, what you want now versus what you want in the future and seeing which one is more important to you at the moment, I guess. So having said all that, I'm going to give you some tips on how to manage eating out while you're in a deficit or while you're tracking your food. And obviously keep in mind that, you know, tracking your food isn't something you're going to do forever. And this, these tips will apply more so to somebody who is tracking their food for body composition results. After you've finished your fat loss phase, you probably want to maybe move away from tracking as strictly and move more towards intuitive eating. And having gone through a phase of tracking your food, that's going to equip you really well with understanding what's in your meals as well. Uh, So anyway, that was a little bit off topic there, I feel. Uh, But I wanted to cover that as well and just uh, help you understand that tracking isn't forever. And that's something I always say to my clients as well. So let's have a chat about how to be smart about eating out 
while you're tracking your food if you're in a deficit and being able to include those sort of occasions without it completely derailing your diet or your results because that's something we chatted about in last week's episode. If you didn't listen to it, go back and have a listen to episode 13 where I talked about how weekends and cheat meals can ruin your progress faster than you could ever imagine and it's a trap that I fell into myself as well when I first started my health and fitness journey. So if you don't want to fall into that trap, have a listen to that episode and then come back to this one so you have some tips to actually go out and enjoy those occasions while still staying on track. So tip number one is plan ahead and look at the menu beforehand. I always do this and I always, if I'm in a fat loss phase and I'm tracking my food and I'm going to go out to eat, I'll try to generally convince my friends of the restaurants and cafes that I know are easy for me to track, uh, such as here in Australia, for example, grilled. I absolutely love grilled burgers, not sponsored or anything, but I do love them. And their menu is great because it is on my fitness pal, so you can easily track those foods. And there are quite a few others that you can find on my fitness pal. So obviously, going to restaurants like that makes it a lot easier to track your meals while you're eating out. But in other occasions where it is a restaurant that obviously doesn't have everything on my fitness pal, which is most often the case, just have a look for a place where you can maybe check the menu beforehand. And that way you know what options are ahead of you and you can make the best choice. And then you can even actually plan ahead and pre-log your meal in my fitness pal. So that way then you can build the rest of the day around it. And that makes it a lot easier for you to hit your targets on that day as well. And it's very helpful to do that if you're new to tracking your food. So that would be my first tip. And I think that also takes away a little bit of the stress of trying to decide on the spot. I mean, it's always a stressful occasion when you're trying to decide between several menu items, I find. I'm the type of person that when I'm at a cafe, I'm like looking at everyone else's food or at a restaurant, looking at everyone else's food. And I totally get food envy if I see something better and I've ordered something and I'm like, oh my God, have I ordered the wrong thing? Um, So having a look at the menu beforehand can take away that as well. But it will also, I guess, um, just help you with uh, the stress of deciding on what's going to be the best option for you to choose when you're in a fat loss phase. On to tip number two, stay accountable and track what you're eating. So even if it's the case that you end up choosing something on the menu that really isn't very calorie friendly and you see something that really catches your eye and you're like, I just want to eat that and you know it's not going to help you with your calories or macros for the day, I still would recommend tracking it as best you can just because at least then it is accounted for in your weekly calories. And as I mentioned previously in the last point, pre-logging it can definitely be helpful so you can plan your day around it. So if you have access to looking at a menu beforehand, that's a really good option. Or if you haven't been able to do that and you're just choosing whatever you're going to eat there and then and you're planning on tracking it, I don't think it's necessary to take my fitness pal out there and then at the cafe or restaurant and start logging your food in front of all your friends or whoever you're at dinner with. I think it's a much better idea to do that later on. So what you can do is either visually remember what you've eaten or just take a picture of your food and then log it later. So that's a really handy little tip and will save you the hassle or uh, embarrassment of trying to track your food in the middle of a restaurant, which I don't think anyone should really be doing because you want to be living in the moment and actually enjoying your food and enjoying the company. 
Okay, number three is all about making it easier for yourself to track the foods. So choose a meal that is easy to deconstruct, so that a meal that's easy to break down into its basic components. For example, choosing poached eggs on toast is going to be far easier to track than hotcakes with maple syrup, coconut yogurt, and fruit compote, for example, because you're not going to know the exact quantities and so on used in the hotcakes meal as opposed to easily tracking your poached eggs on toast. And it just is a lot easier for you to find those items in my fitness pile and get as close to an accurate guesstimate of the calories and macros as possible. But if you do choose a meal that you can't deconstruct and is a little bit more complex, then there are a few options on how you can track it. So you can either guesstimate the total calories and macros and simply track it as proteins, fats and carbs. So in my fitness pile, you can actually just search protein and then put in the number of grams of protein and it'll give you the calorie total for that. Same goes for fats and same goes for carbs. That can be a little bit more complex if you aren't able to look at a food and guesstimate how much protein, fats and carbs are in there. So I probably would shy away from that one. What you might want to do instead is search for a similar item on MyFitnessPal and then choose one that seems as close as possible to the calories. Now, don't fall into the trap of searching the food in my fitness pile and then trying to find the lowest calorie item you can or the lowest calorie meal you can because that is not going to help you in the long run. It may seem like you're on track towards your goals for that day because the breakfast or dinner you had out was around 300 calories. But if that meal was in fact around 700, then whatever is in my fitness pile is definitely not going to be accurate. And what you've eaten in real life is not reflecting what is in my fitness pile. So you're not going to be within your goals for that day and you're only really cheating yourself. So just keep that in mind and be honest when you're tracking and try to search for the item that seems as close as possible to what you would guess the calories are for that meal. And if you're in doubt and you're really unsure about how many calories would be in the meal, when you search the item in my fitness pile, you'll see a variety of things come up and you'll generally find there are a few that have the same calorie total or around the same calorie total. So that'll give you a ballpark figure of what is best to track. Okay, what have I got next for you? All right, next is don't be afraid to alter menu items to make them healthier. Don't be afraid to ask. Ask for dressing on the side. Ask for extra veggies or extra protein. You can ask for extra salad. You can ask for your fish or chicken to be grilled and not fried. Honestly, I'm always that person. I mean, not always, but if I am going to track my food and I want to keep the calories on the lower side rather than going crazy, I'll definitely make some changes. I mean, especially for, say, example, um, your eggs benedict and you know it's going to come with a lot of hollandaise sauce. I think it's totally fine to ask for the sauce on the side and control the amount of sauce you're putting on your food yourself rather than the food coming out smothered in sauce and honestly I'm not a fan of having a huge amount of sauce on my food anyway so I always prefer to ask for it on the side and they they're always really happy to do that so don't be afraid to ask and that then brings us to our final point which is don't go mad eat mindfully stop when you're feeling satisfied And remember that if you're eating out to be sociable and to spend time with friends, then it's more important that you focus on the person that you're spending that time with and going out for that meal with than the food that's in front of you. And 
appreciate the company rather than being super focused on the food and whether it's going to help you hit your macros or not. You know, just make the best choices you can in each situation and bear in mind each of the points I've mentioned. Always remember that restaurant portions are often large and you don't have to eat it all. Stop when you're feeling satisfied, enjoy it, savor it, but just don't go overboard. And I think that covers everything on the topic of eating out and staying on track. So I hope that has been helpful to you guys. I hope those tips have given you some ideas on how you can incorporate meals out if you are tracking your food and working towards a body composition goal. And if you did learn something from today's episode or you found it really useful, please feel free to share it with your friends or take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram story so that more people can hear about it. And finally, if you're listening on Apple iTunes, I would absolutely love if you could leave me a rating or review. The reason I ask is because the more ratings and reviews the podcast gets, the more visibility it has on Apple and the more people can find it. So um, that would be really, really appreciated. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and I will speak to you guys next week.